Hi. Welcome to Talk Comics to me. I'm Champ Champenstein. I'm Heather. And it is Wednesday. It's the 28th today of July 2020. Is it the 28th? Oh, it's the 29th. It's 29th. Okay. I was still in Tuesday mode, apparently. <laughs> I was all, I was so proud of myself, too. I was like, I remembered it. I got it. Well, and I believed you for a full second because you did say it with such confidence. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, well, no. Well, it's because I haven't written today's date out yet. So in my head, like, I just, I wrote out July 28th yesterday. <laughs> and so I just go by what I write. Uh, so it is a small week, and uh, so I guess we'll just get to it because everything still sucks. It's a it's a small week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All okay. right. We both have um, this. How how do you pronounce it? Because I, I I pronounce it several ways. I said uh, hydra. Okay. Yeah. I was saying hydra, and then Wendy called it hydra. Yeah. But I, mean. I don't know. It's one of those things. It's H E D. R A. Hedra. I'm just gonna go with Hedra because that's. I was saying Hedra too, but then I, it's just like it seems. I don't know. Anything that starts with H E, like my name, I say, like oh, yeah, like Hedra. Hey. Anyway, <laughs> now that we've got that over, <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about this comic. Um. So, it is split up into several panels on the inside. And there are absolutely no words. No, it's it's absolutely beautiful. It is too. really gorgeous. It's a really good story too. Um, may I run through it? See if I can remember. So, Earth is dying, and uh, due to a, a winning or a losing, I guess whatever you would want to yeah. call it, um, a woman gets drawn in a lottery I, to I say a bingo. Yeah, to go to different planets and pick up things to see if life can live on the planets that she goes to. Um, She runs into a a superhero is what I'm going to call him, (laughs) because that's what he looks like. Um, Discovers there's other people. Um, There's like, there's conflict and stuff. I just don't want to spoil everything, but it's basically just a plain old regular earthling going to different planets to find a new place for humans to live. Yeah, that's... And then she sees stuff. That sums it up pretty well, and it just does it in a really simplistic sort of way where there isn't <clears throat> any, like I, t- like I said, no words, not not a lot of, like, art necessarily, mm-hmm. even though it is all art, but just very simplistic in the way where it's just showing you everything that's happening. Yeah, it's really good. I was surprised at how much I, I enjoyed it, because I couldn't remember what it had said it was about in, like, previews. Yeah, I don't think I remember either. Because yeah. that was, like, before COVID. Mm-hmm. So that was, a, that was a few months ago. But, yeah, no, it was 100, 100% worth it. it. It's something I feel like I would just go back and, like, relook at it. And the tones are a lot of, like, pinks and blue hues. So that, I guess there are some yellows in there at some point. But. It's, it's really good. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's pretty. All right. Ready? Yes. Oh, wait. I forgot what order we were doing this. <laughs> My bad. Okay. Um, so this is uh, The Lost Soldiers. The Last Soldiers. It's The Last Soldiers. Um, it is by Alais Cott. I'm not sure if I said his first name right, um, but 
he's the one who did that series, um, Days of Hate. Yes. That I finally read and truly enjoyed. Um, do you want to talk about this one? I mean, I guess we can. Uh, I will say the art in this book is one of my favorite parts, personally. The art, mm-hmm. art and colors are just complemented really, really well. Uh, and it really does a great job of just, like, drawing you into the story itself. Uh, do you want to say their names? Because you're, you're the namesayer. Where is it? It's in the oh, very back. back. Very last page. Okay. Uh, Luca Casalanguida does the art... Heather Marie Lawrence Moore. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> uh, did colors. Aditya Bideker did letter letters. Letter. <laughs> uh, Tom Muller design and Ryan Brewer did is the production artist. And honestly, what a team. Yeah, no, this is, book is like very, very pretty and it is very well put together. Uh, but it follows a couple of guys who were together in the Vietnam War and shows their relationship in the past and in the current times and what they're doing now. Uh, it is really just like, I feel like a kind of introduction to like who these people are, what sort of conflicts they've dealt with and like giving you that small step towards like what is happening in the present time. The bigger picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like the way that he he writes because that's what he had done in Days of Hate too mm-hmm. where it just like you got, obviously you got a little bit more in each issue but then overall you were understanding like what was going mm-hmm. on um, but I gotta say one of my favorite movies of all time and I still watch it multiple times a year is Full Metal Jacket Okay, and I just I don't know why I just really love that movie and the scenes where they were in Vietnam and here reminded me of that, like, the tone of it and, like, the writing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really like this book. Oh, I don't know if there's any reason I particularly like it. I do, in general, just enjoy war stories. So. Yeah, no, I do, too. And I, I think the added aspect of, like, the current timeline and how the past played into, like, who they turned uh-huh. out to be and stuff is very interesting. And I'm excited to see... Uh, what these wise guys are up to. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about this because it's just, it, I mean, a lot happens, but I haven't talked about this issue in the past, really, because every time one comes in, it's damaged. Yeah, yeah. So um, this is Heathen. This is issue number 11. There's uh, one issue left before the series is done. Um, it's a, The story is about a girl named Adis. She gets kicked out of her clan because she is a lesbian her family was given the choice to like kill or they they were forced to kill her and her dad because he loved her so much was just like i'm bringing you instead like just go so she is dealing with i don't know the aftermath of leaving her entire life behind and she meets uh freya i believe it's i believe it's freya Um, But basically a bunch of stuff happens with the Norse gods. It's insane, like, what happens. She goes on her cute little mission, but in this issue, Odin is preparing his army to go to war. That's pretty much it. Okay. Um, I just really like this story um, because I I like Norse mythology and stuff, and I just think that this is a really fun way that they put in this character that has nothing to do with any sort of Norse myth Mm -hmm. and 
all the tales are there with her, but she's a part of it. I just think it's, I just think it's neat. <laughs> all right, so then I have Bleed Them Dry. This is issue number two. This is just a kind of a detective story. I'm just going to read the back. Yeah, we love that. Like, I love Vault, the fact that Vault does this yeah, for me. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so, the streets are in a panic. <laughs> Every cop in Asylum is on high alert, and Detective Harper Holloway is sick. If her condition gets any worse, she'll die her first death and become a vampire convert. Now it's up to the mysterious ninja vampire to keep oh. the infection from spreading with basic supplies in a seedy motel. He knows he has, he knows he has to be careful. Detective Atticus Black clings to life, having undergone experimental surgery after being nearly cut in half. Atticus Black. Yeah, so, uh... That sounds like a white woman who was <laughs> born into, like, a pretty well-off family who just isn't very original, and it's, it's like, it's this is this, the name. It's this dude. Okay. So, Atticus and, uh, Detective Holloway were partners at the end of the first issue. She was badly hurt and found out that Atticus was, like, a bad guy, if I remember properly. All and these cops being bad guys. <laughs> surprise, That's surprise. been a theme in your life. I know. Well, I don't, don't, I'm not gonna rant here about that. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, next time. No. I'll save it. Uh, so, like, within the first issue, like, she ends up getting hurt, finds out her partner is a bad guy. Nobody else knows this information, though, on the other hand, and she is taken by the ninja vampire to save her. So this whole issue is her, like, feeding on blood to help fix her, and Atticus just, I, his surgery is pretty badass. The story's a little, like, a little ridiculous and silly, but it's entertaining at it's least. entertaining yeah. yeah yeah so i i am interested to see what happens this playlist is incredible <laughs> okay and i'm gonna talk about uh this is archie this is the last part of the katie keen arc thankfully uh issue number 713 though all together i've only read 13 issues <laughs> of this can you believe it um, no, actually, it feels like you've read way more. But I suppose that's because you're reading the Sabrina like series for yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and all the Veronica mm -hmm. Large ones. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway. Um, they're in New York. And Katie Keene throws a little fit and runs off and somehow ends up in a shop that's owned by her favorite like clothing designer. Who happens to be there and is like, I know who you are. You're Katie Keene. Well, we're going to work together. Wait, what? Her favorite fashion de designer knows who she is? Yeah. And, like, how long? Couldn't she reach? Boom. Katie she Keene, that is you. How could she have not reached out on, like, social media or anything? I don't know. Social media exists in this world, right? That's a phone. <laughs> I just... I gotta say. That's who? a phone. <laughs> Who are they talking to to get such good connections? For teenagers, they're just set for life. It's insane to me. Every issue is like, oh, we're going to go to New York City or we're going to go somewhere. And, you know, we know so many people who can, like, make you a, a famous artist. They can make you a musician. They can make you a clothing. Like, they know everyone. Are you telling me that's not how this works in real life? If it did... I wouldn't be here. <laughs> I would be in music. 
Wow. I would be Celine Dion's protege. The multiple Celine Dion? Yeah. There's multiple. You can tell, too. Watch her head when she performs. The real Celine Dion bobbles. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> Any, anything else? You know, I have a lot to say about Celine Dion, actually. No, no, just about Archie. Oh, no. Um, I'm going to take it off my poll. I, I will... Okay, I'll do. I'll give it I, one more you, issue yeah, you to told, come back. You I know. told me that you weren't going to, because you I said you were going to, like, this arc was over, so... I, think, I know. Okay, one more. I, I mean, I asked when I grabbed it for you why you didn't take it off your poll. Because I just love Archie so much. So maybe it'll, it'll be better. <laughs> where you're just here to pick fights, man. Uh, should I go on? Yeah, just, just... So, as I'm going on, I'm picking a big boy with a fight. Cable. Uh, I had to reread the first issue because I could not, for the life of me, remember what happened in it, and I do now. Cable finds a big-ass fucking sword. Yeah, that's funny because when I had read it, that's all I could remember from it, too, and I think it's just because of the look on his face when he... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, and that's what I said. I don't know if I just, like, finished it. Like, I don't know why I would have been like, okay, done, and just, like, shut the pages. But Mm -hmm. uh, Cable finds a big sword, and Scott comes, and he's like, hey, you weren't supposed to go to Monster Island. And then these robots come to life, and they're like, we need this sword. (laughs) Give us the sword. And they just come flying to Earth. So it's, uh, you know... It was great. I love the first issue. That was a nice little recap for me. And then in issue number two, Cable is... Wait, is Kyle reading it? Oh, Kyle, are you reading? Yes, Kyle is reading this. I do know that he did get number two. So I'm not going to go too much into that real fast. We'll talk about it later. later. But it's funny. It's cute. I really do enjoy this book quite a bit. Um, I think it might be a little bit of like the Phil Noto art, but... It's so good. Yeah, Gary Dugan's writing in this is really, really great. I I told Chris it kind of reminded me of Deadpool, but it's not Deadpool. It's cooler than Deadpool. It's cooler than Deadpool, and, like, even cooler than Cable normally is. So it's just, yeah, super enjoyable. Do you want me to talk about X-Factor? Yeah, you might as well. I have X-Factor. <laughs> Here it is. Uh, we just were shorted. I was able to read it at work, and... That is another one Kyle picked up, so I will just uh, briefly talk about it. It is a very, very introductory issue. Just gives you all of the players who are going to be in X, X Factor, and then they kind of decide that X Factor is going to be a thing. So they kind of solve a mystery, and then they go to the Quiet Council, and they're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's have a detective agency. Ooh. So... Just with a lot of words. Yeah, just with a lot of words. That is the one thing, at least about this first issue, and I don't know why I wasn't expecting... No, you're good. You're good. You stay, Kyla. It's that. I think that's a pretty good explanation of what X-Factor is without giving away too much information. Uh, but Leah Williams' writing is really great in it, but it is very wordy. It mm-hmm. wasn't... Usually, I, I wouldn't say her stuff isn't normally not wordy, but it feels like it's not... What else have they written? Um, I she did like those Gwenpool books. Oh, okay, okay. And she's done like a few other things, uh. But it just I wasn't prepared for it. I think that was more than anything. So it's just like, 
I'm not ready to turn the page and have, like, all of this going on, but right. enjoyable all the same. Okay? Okay. Okay. So, our last book is X-Men. This is issue number 10. This, um, I read this as Vulcan. That's... Yes. I'm such an idiot. Yes. Okay, Vulcan, yes. Um, I didn't know who it was until, like, I got to the character pages, and I was like, yeah, yes. Yeah, no, that's fine. I remember who it is. It is Vulcan. Yeah. Um, he basically has, like, a weird... I don't, I don't want to call it, like, a mental breakdown, but he just... He's so tired. Yeah, I think he's, he's looking for something else. Mm-hmm. And he's not too far away from something else, which is the blue part of the moon where the Kotati are. Mm-hmm. And so that's how this all ties into the Empire storyline. There is a little bit more than that going on, mm-hmm. but it's really cool how they do all of that. Um, I, you know, I really like this issue. Actually, I like how just randomly throughout the series, like, they'll take just one character to focus on, like, and it's not necessarily a character that I would have read anyway. Yeah, same. So it's it's really cool that they, they do that to the uh, lesser liked, not necessarily liked, but lesser shown. I was saying, or less, you know, lesser known. Yeah, yeah. Sort of characters. I like that. I think it's really cool because then I want to, if I like it enough, I usually want to find something else with them in it. Yeah. I just really enjoyed him in this one. I thought he was... Definitely gave off those sad boy characteristics. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there's a weird, cute little Scott note in the end. Yeah, I did really enjoy that mm-hmm. quite a bit. That was my favorite part. <laughs> His two dads just out there chilling. Yeah. Uh, it's weird. So this, yeah, this week is over now. That was it. That, that was, was all we had. That was literally all we had. What I will have to say is if you're in Omaha... Make sure you take out your recycling every two weeks. Every two weeks. Every two weeks. Don't forget it. Otherwise, you'll end up like poor old me with just like months of months of recycling in their apartment. And or I'm going to just have to take my recycling down to the recycling joint and throw it into the proper bins. I, so we had talked about this. I have this problem with my trash. I forgot to put it out on the curb this morning. So now I have to wait another week for my trash to get taken. And I had considered, like, just briefly, because our, the trash people go, like, around the block. And so the people that are, like, catty corner to us, their trash hadn't been picked up yet when I was out there. So I, I considered walking my trash over to this person's yard and just, like, leaving it with their trash. But then I realized it was, like, 7.30 in the morning, sun's out, people are waking up. <laughs> the, the rooster across the street was literally crowing. I have a rooster that lives across the street from me. Uh, um, so I got, you know, I got a little shy. And so I didn't do it. But I should have because my yard fucking stinks right now. It's <laughs> raccoons, man. They just get into everything. Yeah, raccoons do get into trash quite frequently. They've even started taking the lid off of the trash can to get to the trash. Uh, raccoons are great. I love raccoons. I love raccoons. I think they're fantastic, but I just wish they would leave my trash alone or at least put it back in the trash can when they were done because it's all over the yard. I'm done. That's it. It's uh, been a Wednesday. Yeah, so it has been a Wednesday. Thanks for joining us. It is uh, definitely lighter than last week, and we love you. Go buy books. Go support your local comic book shop. Don't forget to wear a mask. 
wear a mask. It's uh, mandatory in Omaha, August 3rd through the end of the month. Remember it. All right. Bye. <clears throat>